Hey, what's up, guys? It's Becca Hayes, and I am so proud to say that Enaviv Water is a sponsor of this episode of The Becca Hayes Show. Utah alone was ranked number three as most toxic state in the country. Toxins and chemicals are known to cause diseases, chronic fatigue, cancer, Alzheimer's. The list goes on. Please do me a favor and just have them come out and test your water. They do it for free. And if you're worried that they're going to try to pressure you into buying a chemical remover or whatever, don't worry about that. They actually have two sides. They have the water research side and they also have the consulting firm side. They strictly just come out and test your water for free. No obligations. You don't have to buy anything. It's time that you take matters into your own hands and protect you and your family. Check out my friends at enaviv.com. That's E-N-E-V-I-V-E.com or call 801-993-0080. If you mention my name, Becca Hayes, they will give you half off a chemical remover. Chemical free is the way to be. No, I'm not. I'm disgusted with myself. Like, Stop it. Can we yeah. practice some self? Do we need to practice self-love right I'm now? Blair, you I'm, look I'm amazing. Thank you. But I also get it because I'm disgusted yeah. with myself. I'm, I'm so. pissed off. Let's just myself. go around the room and say how disgusting I mean, how we all go? are. Like You're this. recording already? I'm not. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Gross. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes. And today, uh, with us, joining us on this lovely, cloudy afternoon is Miss Blair. Hi. Shit, isn't she a pilot? Yeah. She, <laughs> she's she's a cap. Are you captain yet? No. You were in the prior. My planes. prior airline, yes. Yeah, but okay. no, it's, it's going to take your lieutenant, a little more. Right? Okay. Uh, a I am a more first killing officer. We've got to kill some people. Yeah, a lieutenant is in the uh, military. Oh, whatever. Yeah. First <laughs> officer. <laughs> Same thing, no, but not really. And then also we have Jacob Stansfield with us, a returning guest. Yeah, hi. Hi, I'm Jacob. a big fan. And you actually <laughs> just got done with your podcast. Sure did. What is it called? Challenging Assumptions. And do you like challenge assumptions? I try to, yeah. <laughs> Is that what you do? Yeah. We challenge oh. the assumptions. What we do is imagine assumptions. Uh -huh. Okay. We take those mm -hmm. and then we challenge them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to hear it. I can't wait in. to hear it. Hence right? the name. You said it on air. Now you have to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Is it out for people to listen to now? No. <laughs> okay. Let me know when it comes out. All right. Deal. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Looking forward to that. Okay. Blair, real quick. I'm going to fix your mic. Oh. Oh, there we go to get it comfortable because i kept going like arch yeah. my back up okay. yeah just get it comfortable bring it to you there we go perfect i've oh. been drinking vodka for okay. about two hours now with no food for real yeah dang it's not good yeah. maybe it's be like a destinance yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean I'm, it's, one get, it's one way to get drunk but yeah. <laughs> i'm an unpredictable guy i'm like a loose cannon oh yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> all right so we have a huge topic that we're going to talk about and discuss right now it is the topic of should people get married these days? Mm. So we have a great, what? What were you going to say? I was just going to say interesting way to phrase it. Like, should people get married? 
I feel like I think my my marriage therapist brought up the fact that the words should and supposed to uh-huh. always mean bullshit. Yeah, that's like, a great point right there, right out of the gate. There's nothing you should yeah. do. Yeah. Everybody's different. There's nothing you're supposed to mm-hmm. do. And if you mm-hmm. feel like you're doing something because you should or you're supposed to, then fuck that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Challenge yeah. that and explore it and challenge make a that assumption. Exactly. <laughs> Coming soon, challenging assumptions. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, I mean, is marriage dying? There's a lot of things to talk about. Why do people get married? Any Like, why do they get married? Yeah, fun topic. So we, I, I put it out on the Facebook and the Instagram. Um, if you don't follow me, you should. Becca Hayes. It's simple, easy, follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons and tons of comments on this subject. So... A lot of people have a lot of opinion on it. I loved all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see all the sides of yeah. why you should get married or why you shouldn't. It's cool. It's such a, like a heated topic oh, because people awesome. have such strong opinions in each direction. Mm-hmm. It's fun. So I, I put it out there like, is marriage dying? Why do people still get married? Um, is it just for that piece of paper? Is it for a title? Like, what? why are they getting married? And if you take <laughs> out religion... Take out religion, because that's an obvious thing, right? Mm-hmm. In, God's yeah. eye, in God's eyes, if you're not married, you're a sinner. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, take out religion, even though some people, I'm like, take it out. And they're they like, can't. Well, <laughs> and the very like first word, God. God <laughs> said. <laughs> well, because marriage is ordained by God. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a religious yeah. thing. So, But even, yeah. I mean, people that aren't religious still get mm-hmm. married, or they mm-hmm. don't get married. So that's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. what I was going to, because it's, it's obvious to me, mm-hmm. if you're religious, why you get married. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm asking for the people that aren't really into religion and don't follow religion, all of us, all three of us. <laughs> I'm asking, mm-hmm. uh, like, what do we think about it? And yeah. are we gonna? I mean, the generation. I feel like marriage is dying, kind of dying off. I want to hear Blair's opinion. I don't know Blair's opinion on marriage. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to that in just a minute. Okay. Hang Sorry, on. I'll so, hold my thoughts. A quick background of all three of us. Okay. I myself oh. have been uh, married and divorced once. Mm-hmm. How long were you married? Uh, seven years. Damn. So, and two kids with them. Um, I my parents were divorced. They got divorced when I was five. Uh, Blair, you were mm-hmm. once married mm-hmm. and divorced. Mm-hmm. And your parents still married? No, they divorced when I was eight or nine. I can't mm. remember. Okay, they're both married to other people now. So. All right. And then Jacob, you've been through a divorce. My parents are still married. Yes. So there's um, a, a different. But I was married for nine years and with mm-hmm. her for 12 altogether. Mm. Yeah. One child. Nice. <clears throat> um, so let's just jump into it. So I'm going to go. I am strictly in the middle. I am not saying that I will never get married again or that I want to get married again. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what are the benefits of marriage. Well, for me, I'm pro marriage. Okay. Um, even though I was burned once before, I still believe in the sanct- the you know sanctity of getting married. Okay. Uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, it legitimizes your children. Um, it makes you into a family unit. I I was born into a married couple. Mm. I grew up with a married couple. Um, that was security for me. Right. Security. Okay. Uh, I like yet that. I talked to you know my boyfriend who's never met his father. And current boyfriend? Current boyfriend, yeah. Okay. And we had very, very different upbringings. Not necessarily saying that you can't be born into, you know, partners that aren't, you know, loving and can't love you, but it does legitimize your children. But what does legitimize mean? It makes you into a family unit legally. 
legally. Legally. And there's pros. There's things that you can do legally that you cannot benefit from when you're not married. Which is so bullshit in my opinion. Yeah. It seems weird that government intervenes on... Why do they have to have their hand in that? Yeah, it seems weird. Well, because the government wants their money. For example, my mom and her husband were married for 25 years. He passed away of a heart attack. It was very sudden. Um, She was entitled to his uh, retirement. However, she didn't understand that if she got married before the age of, I think it was 60 in the state of North Carolina, she loses that. So she lost, I'm sorry, not his uh, retirement. She gets his retirement, his social security. Mm -hmm. Uh, She gets nothing of his social security simply because she didn't remain single until the allotted years. And now she could tap into Mm. her legal husband's social security. But when two people are not married, um, you don't have um, health rights in the hospital. You don't have tax breaks. You don't have, um, there's just, you don't have access to their um, 401k. Which again, feels stupid. Why is the government controlling marriage? Um, Me personally, I know people say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. It's just a piece of paper. Well, I don't believe that because if it was a piece of paper, why not just do it? There's a, to me, there's a step up with making it legal because there's more risk involved. So you're more, able you're more adapt to work it out because there's more yeah, risk for sure you know, there's more loss more but, risk more loss but speaking, is that a positive speaking of piece of paper real quick i'm going to actually read this is from the instagram this is zoe um she goes i saw a quote once that said yes marriage is just a piece of paper but so is money and you still wake up every day and work hard for that Mm-hmm. She goes, I don't really have an opinion, just thought that was an interesting perspective, which is actually very interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I'm the kind of person where is if you don't believe in marriage and then you get married, it's not going to work for you. So if you don't want to get married, you shouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Commitment um, is commitment, whether right. there's the paper or not. Right. Exactly. But I but there are some benefits that, you know, you you can get when you're legally bound to somebody so that you simply can't get without. Right now, as far as this conversation is going. I mean, you get married for the benefits, for the, you know, the health care, the, you know, 401k, the tax breaks. So there is quite a bit of government benefits from marriage. Sure. But I, but me personally, I like that next level commitment. I really do. So you, so, and I'm, and I'm not attacking. I'm literally just mm -hmm. asking questions. Like these were questions that were asked on the Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So if someone was like, hey, I want to be with you, but I'm just not a fan of marriage. Mm-hmm. I will still fully commit to you. Mm-hmm. And and let's say that they're an honest person and they really do. Mm-hmm. Is And that's not enough for you? Um, I think it depends on if, whether or not if I still want to have children. I'm on the fence. I just turned 40. Okay. That's been a big, you know, wait. Um, yeah, I guess. Waiting me down. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, five years ago, I would have been out the door because I still thought I was going to have children. Now that I'm 40, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like at that tipping scale where it could happen or it couldn't happen. So for me to legis- legitimize my children, I would like to be in a marital bound. Hmm. I like that. No, I really mm-hmm. like that. And that's, mm-hmm. you're actually the first person that talked about children. That's true. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that no one else said that on the comments. And we have a ton mm-hmm. of comments on Facebook. Yeah. You guys mm-hmm. should go check them out and read them all. They're really good. Um, no, I like that. That, that puts me more pro-marriage 
mm-hmm. just the children aspect. Well, mm-hmm. what if you're done having children? What if like you and me, like we're both divorced. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're both done having children. Yeah. I mean, um, I could have another one, but like it's pretty, it's, it's, it's in the rear view mirror, like far. Yeah. <laughs> I know far. I'm done. Um, <laughs> maybe it was the autism factor, but yeah. it was too hard. It was way, way too hard. It sunk me into my deepest levels of despair. Yeah. Um, so I think you just married the wrong person. I did. And we all did, apparently, but you really <laughs> married the wrong here. person. No, it's true. It's true. But like, <laughs> like wow. having a child with a little bit of extra needs when he was younger was, was really, really hard. Yeah, definitely. And I was in charge of it. She kept working. So like it it mm-hmm. just it was hard. I don't yeah. know how to describe it beyond that. It was the hardest yeah. thing I've ever done by far. I'm done having kids. Mm-hmm. So if we remove that aspect of it. Is there still value in marriage? If we take Becca and I, we mm-hmm. both have our kids. Mm-hmm. We're happy that we have our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you're on the fence, but whether we do or do not want more kids, if we take kids out of it, is there still value in marriage? Yeah. I think that depends on what you think. I mean, you and I obviously have different opinions. I personally believe there is um, because I've, I've only been married one time, but my relationship with my ex-husband was so different than any boyfriend I could ever had. How so? Because I knew that we had both made a commitment under God, under the courts, under our family and friends that said, you know what? It may not always be easy, but we're going to try as hard as we possibly can until it just won't work anymore. And unfortunately that happened. And I love that. And there's, I agree with you fully. There's mm-hmm. definitely that next level of we're a thing. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. it's weird that Facebook is a factor in this, but like relationship well, status, right? When yeah. married is on there, yeah, you're not going to get bombarded with dick pics and stuff like that right. as much. Right. Yeah. As yeah. Much. yeah if you're an attractive yeah, woman, yeah. you or probably even in a relationship. And I will say this. I will say this. Okay. So guys from my past will reach out to me when I'm in a, in a relationship as as a boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah. okay. No, Becca still when I got married, right? done. Exactly. That's done. What I'm the guys did not reach out to me any longer. That is so true. That mm-hmm. is so very true. true. It's literally yeah. you become dead to anybody that yeah. wants anything from you. Yeah. There's still probably a handful of creepers that <laughs> yeah, will cross that line yeah. and attempt. Yeah, yeah. There's the you know exceptions, but for for the most overall, part, all yeah, it, that does usually put a a halt mm-hmm. to things. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got the relationship status, but. I mean, it's different for men and women. She's still bombarded. I still get a but trickle. But I, I put myself out there and I'm there. in media and stuff. So I'm like mm-hmm. very like out there. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's a little different. My question with this though is like, is it a positive thing? So like being, I guess, fully committed, having mm-hmm. that level of commitment. I don't know. I guess it's commonly asserted as a pro for marriage that like, um, you're more committed. So when stuff gets hard, you're going to stick with it and see it through. But I feel like a lot of times a relationship becomes abusive or toxic or just bad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we accept it because we're married and we're committed to this. I was married for nine years, five of them. I should not have been married, Mm -hmm. but because I was married. You stuck it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible, but I was like, well, I'm married. I will do mm-hmm. anything to fix this. 
and I, I I have a different experience with that because I loved being married. I loved saying I have a husband. I loved being the Mrs. You know his last name. I I loved. I love that aspect of it. And then, you know, unfortunately my ex-husband cheated on me and I left. I did not stay in the house, in the marriage. I said, I'm leaving. Good. We need to have space. I need to think about what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. um, and I went to my mom and dad's house for three months and we decided to enter marriage counseling, which by that point it was done because, you know, I got my three A's, abuse, addiction, adultery, I'm out the door. Yeah, you did. That's you it. Holy shit. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I made that up after I got married. So I never again. I like it, but I yeah. don't. You know and so, mean? you know, I will stick it out for anything as long as you don't do those three A's. But yeah. I didn't stay in, you know, I wasn't present in the home once I found out what he had done. Mm -hmm. I removed myself. Yeah. And I said, okay, I need some time. So just because you're married doesn't mean you necessarily have to, you can't take a break. And when I mean break, I don't mean date other people. I mean like physically somebody. You have to face it right then and there usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's This is actually really a good comment. It's on the topic right now that we're on. Um, this is from Ashley01 from Instagram. She said, I could be wrong, but I just feel like it's an easier out if things get hard. Mm -hmm. uh, they always do. No two people will always agree. I feel like if you're married, you are more inclined to try and fight through the hard times more. Mm -hmm. Because there's more of a process to go through. But who knows? Marriage is all I know, so I could be so wrong. To tell me it just feels like the ultimate commitment. Uh, to tell me it just feels like the ultimate commitment. The mm. I don't want anyone else but you, and I'm willing to make this 100% official. That's in, in quotations. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there are any, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with living together and not being married to each other, each of their own. I just wanted to oh, comment on this, so. First mm -hmm. of all, props to her for being open-minded throughout it. She's like, I don't know. This is mm -hmm. my opinion and yeah. my view. Yeah. So she's not like dogmatic. So in obviously her she's still married. She hasn't gone through a divorce. I mean, I don't think, I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like she would have mentioned that if she was like, I've gone through a divorce as well, but mm -hmm. she's, all she knows is marriage. Um, there is something to say, like when she said, I don't want anyone else but you, and I'm willing to make this a hundred percent official. Mm -hmm. and, and not to say when just Jacob and I were dating, you know, marriage isn't really on our mind right now, but it could be in the future, if, mm -hmm. depending on how everything goes. But I feel like we're committed to each other, right? Mm -hmm. But have we made this 100% official? Would you say this is 100%? Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. Like, when I commit, I commit. I, yeah. don't, I don't care if the city hall has a paper that says we're a thing. Then why not do it? Under no circumstance could somebody get to me and tempt me away from you. Like, without me being like, talking to you and be like, something's wrong. Yeah. I'm out. I'm tempted by someone else or something. Yeah. Which isn't my style. But like, that doesn't change anything in my opinion. For some people it may. But for me, when I commit, I commit. Whether it's legal or not. So I have a question for Jacob then. Yeah. And like props to you for being honest with yourself and this, if this is not for you, that's great. Sure. You know, but I'm just curious, what are the cons of getting married? The cons? Yes. Okay. What so, is negating you from wanting to get married ever again? It's tricky for me. And I feel like I'm kind of on the fence in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I was very anti-marriage after my divorce. Mm -hmm. Since being with Becca, my mind has been a little more open towards mm -hmm. like, 
marriage mm-hmm. again because I was like, mm-hmm. like I'm into you and I want this, so mm-hmm. fuck whatever else. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But so what's the, the, cons the of concept? Becca? The concept of marriage. I feel like creates and enables toxicity in a lot of ways. So I feel like, okay, if we look at statistics, mm-hmm. it's like 50-50 marriages that fail, right? It's creeping up now that divorces are more like 55%. People who get married, it's a little more likely they will get divorced now. It's more common okay. as globalization occurs and the competition becomes global with dating apps and shit. So here's a question. Okay. Who do you, how many people, how many couples do you know that never got married that are together after 30 years? I don't know, but I don't know the marriage stats either. Mm-hmm. But like. Yeah, I don't with, know anybody. They're very low. With actually. By the way. But that's part of my point. Mm-hmm. So people that get married, I feel like stop looking outside of that, which is good and bad. So hear me out. Like in when I was married, I never looked at other women like. Mm-hmm. A 10 waitress lo- walks by. It was not even on my radar. Which like, I, I, never I actually looked. believe him. Like mm-hmm. just knowing Jacob, I totally yeah, believe you. Like mm-hmm. I was, I'm com- when I commit, I commit period. Mm-hmm. There's no temptation under no circumstance. Will I break that? But that also has a curse attached to it because if something becomes toxic and negative, like my marriage did, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is my opinion, most marriages do they become Mm -hmm. stale or toxic or Mm -hmm. who knows what Mm -hmm. people stay in it and people accept that because they're married it becomes harder to get out which a lot of people who advocate for marriage Mm -hmm. say as a positive because it's like when stuff gets hard when you're married Mm -hmm. you're going to stick with it but with 50 50 of marriages turning into divorce if you look at the fit, the half that remain married, how many of those mm-hmm. are actually happy? Are your parents happy? I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I, I, could I don't think that they'd become happier married to someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that marriage is the factor in mm-hmm. their happiness. But my marriage therapist before my divorce was like, they've done studies and it turns out that about 7% of of couples have mm-hmm. something that people would look at and be like, yeah, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven mm. percent. So ninety three percent are bad. Real quick though, you you talked about your you know you've touched base on your marriage throughout this whole show, like on some some episodes. Um, in the beginning though, you've told me personally that you kind of knew like you weren't really in love with Aaron. You, you just weren't. You're like, you, you, you kind of married her for the whole, like, I'm a return missionary. This is what I'm supposed to do. You kind of got talked into it. Am I correct? I feel like talked into would be a disservice to... Persuaded. To her. Yeah. Because it's not like she pressured me or anything. My religious upbringing led me to be like, after my mission, the basically the next person you're with, you get married. Okay, mm-hmm. did you ever have that moment where I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with this woman in the beginning? Did you have that? I feel like I convinced myself of it. So you oh, didn't. Oh, so you see, I feel like you started off on the wrong foot. And I did it. the same uh, thing amen. in my marriage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now, now let's pretend that there's two people that mm-hmm. really love each other. They get along great. They have a lot of things in common. They enjoy life. They, they're best friends. They're best friends. Yeah. They really do love each other. 
they didn't have this where they felt like mm, I, I'm feel I'm feeling obligated because I just mm-hmm. need to hurry and get married and she yeah. she fits it mm-hmm. so I could do it. They truly did care for each other. They get married, it goes stale, right? Because they kind of stop trying, which is that's what happens. It, it's common in marriages, right? Yeah. We kind of let ourselves go. We don't work out as much. We don't really get ready as much. We got you get kids. lost in other shit. You don't care. We get we have kids. Like a lot of factors, outside influences affect mm-hmm. a marriage. Yeah. So that's why it's so important. So let's say that they actually tried from when they first started dating to actually act like that in the be- in their marriage throughout their marriage. I believe it would work. It would last. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. believe if you date your spouse mm-hmm. and you do the things that you did in the beginning, why yeah. you found love with that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest problem. And I think yeah. that's, it's hard because for you, Jacob, I feel like you never really were like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to spend my life with this woman. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't like that either. Like literally days after I got married, I knew I made a mistake, but I stuck it out because I got married mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. See, I had that feeling. I thought I was marrying my partner for the rest of my life. Uh I thought this was it. We're going to have kids. We're going to live here. We're going to, I mean, I just imagined our life and there was nothing that could have talked me out of it. And then, like I said, one of the three A's, one of the three deal breakers that I have was, was committed. And where do you go after that? So when I think about marriage, I mean, all marriage is, is a contract. It's a legal contract saying that you're going to pledge to, do this, do this, do this, do this. And if you don't do those things, you may or may not go on with the contract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as long as you choose, I've talked to a lot of captains over the years that I've flown with. And, you know, they're, they're all in their 60s. A lot of them are divorced. But there's been about 10% that have been married longer than I'm, almost longer than I'm alive on this right. planet. And I'm like, what is it that works? You have to constantly choose that person you have to date your spouse yeah and and i feel like people before you like i feel like the system needs to change i feel like before you decide to get married as a couple you have to go through this therapy couples therapy i should i believe that that should be like mandatory i think you do to get married in the catholic church yeah there's some there's some religions that actually require this good idea you have to go through these steps being like okay you need to continue to date your spouse. Mm-hmm. Write down everything that you're doing right now. Write mm-hmm. it down. Read that once a week. Relive it once a week. Do not do not slack on this. Do not do this. When you have kids, like prepare you for every scenario almost. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Like maybe not everyone, but like, you know, the common ones, like having kids, letting yourself go as a woman. Like mm-hmm. I've been through all of that. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. And, you know, luckily I, I pulled myself out of that and well, I got divorced. <laughs> But yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if they could change the system, then I could see marriage being so much more beneficial mm-hmm. and for people wanting to do it more. Mm-hmm. People are, are not like jumping at being married anymore. I feel like in my opinion and the statistics show, mm-hmm. like they're not wanting that because it's like they keep seeing failing, failing and failed after like one after another. Well, it's like, let's have some prep work. It's like you never walk into a test without studying before mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. think you're going to ace it. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. that preparation. Why not have preparation before marriage? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you can do that and I feel like it can, cause, and then be, and be prepared. Like people are going to grow. We're going to grow in different directions. Like I'm going to like, for me, like if I was with Jacob and I was just in my me- media career, not my spirituality, right. Then all of a sudden I jump on my spirituality journey. Mm-hmm. I'm growing in a different direction and he's still right here where I was in the beginning. 
it's going to push us apart. Right. So you need, you need some training for that. You need training that you are going to, when you get older, you're, you might want to do different things. Mm -hmm. You might become different. Like that, that is a normal process is that's growth. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And like people aren't prepared. It's Mm -hmm. all about preparing. Like no, no one's prepared to do this. Everybody just says society, majority of society is like, get married. That's the thing you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the thing you have to do. And that's what bothers me is they put so much pressure on that instead of saying prepare for marriage that's what you should do just Mm -hmm. prepare go through this know what you're getting yourself into instead of just thrown in there and saying good luck Mm -hmm. i don't know if prepare is even the word because i feel like at least in our religion prepare is what they're telling you to do they're like prepare for marriage because that's what's next no i'm saying prepare like you you're 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 gonna do this continually like dating your spouse and like that's the preparation preparation i'm talking about but i feel like the question should be do you want marriage or not? Mm-hmm. It's okay to evaluate. Yeah, and then go way. from yeah. there. Yeah, then yeah. go from there. Of course. And not everybody should get married. No. I, I believe uh, I wanted to get married, but I I truly believe my ex husband should never have gotten married because he wanted to be a bachelor. Do you feel like there's an insecurity component to the desire for marriage? Insecurity. What do you mean? As in wanting, like, okay, we are a couple, right? Mm-hmm. We're in love. If we get married, then I know I'm secure. I'm not going to be cheated it's on. It's not for me. He's not going to leave me. It's not for me personally. Yeah, no. I, 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 because I've been, because I, I did get married. I thought I had everything, and he still did it. So, right. for me, but I feel like people yeah. have the illusion that I if think they some get do, married, yes. there's mm-hmm. a higher commitment, or it can fix problems, right. or somebody's pregnant, or you know, yeah. One. If we're married, then I'll feel secure in yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Right. But marriage, like I said, it's just a it's just a business contract. So if you don't uphold your end of the bargain, the contract is void. Yeah. In my opinion. So I feel like if you're committed, mm-hmm. if you're an honest, genuine, committed person, mm-hmm. marriage doesn't change much other than the legal structure of taxes and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm open to being wrong with that. There's definitely some factors where even psychologically, like we're married. And it's stupid, like I said, but the Facebook status changes how much bombardment another temptation. Oh, I don't even. I forgot about the relationship status. I've never used it. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I'm shady. I just. I don't know. That's very like middle school to me. It feels like it, but it's like a thing, right? (laughs) Like when I see. Well, I'm gonna stop talking, but no, I've never used that relationship status before. It's funny, but it 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 changes a lot of things. Surprisingly, Mm. if you have any social media presence i guess which i don't really have a lot but yeah i guess like has enough for both becca's of us. got a lot so <laughs> it's a big factor i'm trying to find so. some good comments on the facebook but um i'll, I'll we'll get to but back to a minute but back to my opinion i i just for me the number one priority that i would get married is to legitimize children okay. that would be my number one reason i feel like why. that's fair enough i, yeah, I really do i, I like, like that, that reasoning mm-hmm. um i feel like that would do it for me as well like mm-hmm. if I didn't have kids prior. Yeah. Um, you know, people talk about retirement and then, you know, you you have this beautiful well, home together. Well, I'm getting together. a prenup. Well, yeah, like, so, so that's here, here's still my, yeah. kind of good. Legit, I've like flown that. with a lot of disgruntled yeah. captains well, here, on their here's, third divorce. Yeah. And here's my thing. Like, why not always have a prenup? Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. It's like. Not at all. It's insurance. Or sign something where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to, you know. And mm-hmm. I get it, stay-at-home moms, right? So that's a little bit harder. Yeah, you're stay-at-home. That's different. You don't have two a working job. people. 
yeah, to me, that's, that's the hardest job in the entire yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, I'm going to be the stay-at-home mom. Talk about it prior. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to have kids? And I understand that sometimes you don't realize you're going to have kids until years later in marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to that, then have an agreement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is my job. Mm-hmm. We're entitled half because I am working too. Right. Right. But if you're just a wife and you don't have kids with this person, mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me? Get your ass, get right. your own job. At yeah. least be prepared if you do end up getting a divorce or separated. Mm-hmm. Be on your own. Like, why not? Why Why rely so heavily on the man? But it's not just the man. Okay. I flew with a captain. Okay. Yeah, no, okay? mine was reversed. I flew, My wife I was flew a doctor. with a woman True. who married. Listen to this. This is okay. terrible. Yeah, tell me. She married a British guy, brought him over, Ugh, the got boots. him a green card. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. So I love everybody. He became a U.S. <laughs> citizen because of her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, he never had any jobs. He was just, you know, kind of in and out. Well, they made a mistake and had a child. She stayed at work making, you know, six figures. He was at home. They, he cheated on her in Ugh. a no-fault state. So no-fault state, it doesn't matter what the reason is. Huh. I'll get to that later. Yeah. But no-fault state, okay? Mm-hmm. Utah is a no-fault state. Nevada, California, Florida. What does no-fault state mean? No-fault means if you cheat on me, I can't get more money uh, because you're at fault. Interesting. Okay. North Carolina is a fault state. And Damn. I got some crazy As in you get stories punished about that. if you cheat. Yeah, that's okay. You know, it's I'm actually not, illegal. I, don't agree I think that's stupid. It's actually illegal in the state of North Carolina to commit adultery because you don't know the reasoning. Illegal. You don't know the reasoning why that person cheated. Like everybody's fucking different. Like I get it. it is. Like, cheating sucks. It's horrible, and no one should do it. But yeah. like you don't know the situation they were fucking in. But well, if you just you're get a married, divorce. doesn't that you mean you divorce. should just end it first? You should. Yeah, yeah. but There's, not, yeah. not everybody's thinking when they're in certain situations. They're not. Mm. I think this is thickens. more with like affairs. <laughs> I think this is more you know, yeah, on the line a, of affairs. If you're married, so. by definition, yeah. it's an affair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. But uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so this woman married um, this guy from uh, Great Britain, brought him over, got him U.S. citizenship, had a kid with him. He cheated on her, left her. She pays him alimony for life until he gets remarried. Gross. That's disgusting. Wait, for life? What for life, because they got married happen? in the state of California. Alimony for life? life? If you're married more Shit. than 10 years. I should have for been life. in California. Yeah, me too. For <laughs> life. Yes. Fuck that one up. My wife so is a it happens, it happens both shit. ways. It's not just... It's just not the. It's not just the man, the woman. You know, we're we live in 2021. It's mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. working now. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So yeah, well, there's some crazy I mean, people out there. And I say that because there were some comments on the Facebook and Instagram saying like, "Oh, because you're not going to get half the retirement, you can't like, if if it's his house and you've been with him for 30 years, like you know, ideally mm-hmm. that should be split with the person you share that with, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, they die. There's no paper." That's true. And that their family comes in and swoops it and doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, they're heartless assholes and don't leave the spouse that had been with them for 30 years plus. Like, that's that's just fucking bullshit. It is. Mm-hmm. So I, I see that argument as well. Like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. then... and then other But after people, 10 years, you have the... Uh, What's it? The automatic? No, oh, it's common seven. law. It's seven yeah. years, isn't it? Seven years? It's it's common yeah, law? but you still have to go to court over that. Like, it's, oh, do you? it's still... Yeah. So there's still paper there's still, there's still stuff that you have to involved obstacles that you have to go through. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. So let's go to the Facebook, Jacob. Do you want to pull up the Facebook? Uh, I don't have it. Well, go to your phone. Get your phone. Okay. So <laughs> go to I Facebook. My phone okay. Go to Facebook. <laughs> face page. The local well, face. We're page. gonna get through this. Okay. Go to search Facebook. Becca Hayes. Yep, that's the one. You're my top search. Yeah, it should be. Yep, you're lucky. No lady. e. 
one lucky lady. Uh, now, I want you to select some that stood out to you. And I think the ones that you commented on the most, you probably should talk about because those are great, great com- This is the picture of me and you at the restaurant. Yes. 115 so, comments. So this is a picture of Jake. So if you guys want to go to our Facebook and our Instagram, um, go to mine. And then the picture of Jacob and I at dinner, I'm holding the wine glass and that's that's our marriage feed. So we talk about like, you know, should people get married still? What's the benefits of it, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You can totally read all these comments and comment on there. Um, there's some, it's really great. I love all the feedback that we've gotten. Um, but I'm going to pull out, pull out. <laughs> Better not be pulling out. <laughs> pull it out, baby. Did you pull out? No. I don't have anything to pull out. Like, I mean, I better say, not be doing I that. I used to pull out. What's going on in y'all's bedroom? I okay, pulled sorry. out. You don't want to know. <laughs> um, all right. There was one that I really loved. Let's see. Why did you have me pull this up? What's happening? So you can find the ones that you like, because I'm going to find ones that resonate with me. So I had your sister say, she's okay. quoting a lot of Dr. Laura. Bless her, because I get it. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> she's a good say. human. And no, like, we love Jamie. Like, I we're used cool to listen. Now. I used cool. to, I used to, my mom used to listen to Dr. Laura in the car, so I'm yeah. somewhat familiar with her. But the quotes that Jamie is saying seem so biased on a religious side. Mm-hmm. Um. And one comment she said was, shacking up is not an intentional step. It's just convenient. There's absolutely nothing of depth that people can count on. Wow. So Damn. I Has she ever shacked up? With someone? I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Like, That's a whole other thought, but I'm not, I'm not, no, okay. not doing it. I responded saying, like, I think it's unfair for anyone to claim knowledge of another person's intentions. Mm-hmm. So for Dr. Laura to, like, claim that living together, a.k.a. Shap- shacking up, I hate that term, by the way. Without I feel like first, negative. Yeah. Unless you've paid $50 to the courthouse, then that means that there's less commitment, less mm. thought, less intention, less depth, or like less love is a pretty bold and naive mm-hmm. statement. It is. Yeah, that it seems is. unfair. Yeah. Like you don't know that because they don't believe the same way as you do yeah. that it's different. Yeah. Well, and you prior to you, you know, moving in, Jacob, like we discussed a lot of things mm-hmm. like you had already kind of been living here. But, you know, it's like that thing when you in a relationship, they stay over every night. It's literally yeah. like he's here. Just his shit's not here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we talked about it. It's like, well, OK. We were already like committed to one another and we we spent almost every day together and it's like it only made sense. And for him to move in because let's save money on gas. Let's, you know, now we can see each other more, right? We, we were like seeing each other only a few hours a day. Like it just sucked. It's the same thing, but at night, like our kids are hanging out and having mm-hmm. fun. And I'm like, right? well, it's, mm-hmm. uh, bye. We're going to yeah. take you home and put you to sleep versus mm-hmm. let you guys hang, hang out, out have, and go to sleep and have a sleepover and yeah. have fun. And I want to be here anyway. So it made sense. It, like our situation made sense. Now, every not everybody's situation is the same, right? So you mm-hmm. can't like that's such a broad statement mm-hmm. to say that. Okay, if we want to do this, what you and I are doing, Jacob, that we have to go hurry and get married, which we're not ready for that. Mm-hmm. We're not ready for like that that level of commitment. Because and it, that would be a mistake. It would in be. Your case. Yeah, it yeah. would be. Right yeah. now, we're we're enjoying each other, right. and you know, we're not just here just to to shack up and mm-hmm. fuck around. Mm-hmm. We enjoy each other. We're committed to each other, but we also understand that people change and that the life mm-hmm. is always changing for the better and for good. Mm-hmm. Yep. We literally, it's like we're seeing a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. We know people change. And yeah. so 
let's enjoy each other in the moment. Let's be in the moment. Let's be present. Mm-hmm. And let's let our, our kids have fun and enjoy each other. And, you know, and a lot of people also are saying, not a lot, but some, you know, how can you do that to your kids, right? It's like, well, they're having the best time of their lives right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're having friends, new friends, and they're learning from each other. Like, they're having a blast. My my little son, Smith, like, since moving in, has become an entirely different he has. person. Wow. Being able to socially interact with her little boys. Mm-hmm. Like, it was me and him before, right? Yeah. Like, it's us all the time. Mm-hmm. Now it's him interacting with little kids, so he's observing kid behavior. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, having to, like resolve conflict right yeah because they're like hey i'm pretending this and they fight over it mm-hmm. they have to learn conflict resolution and the more we step back and kind of let them do that and yeah. figure out That's what's cool. okay what isn't yeah. he has grown leaps and bounds and it's been yeah. incredible and like mm-hmm. he's been so much better like mm-hmm. and and i've talked about him having autism even before it was like a mild Mm-hmm. type of autism that would probably cons- be considered Asperger's, although there was mega tantrums. His really young years were really hard for me, but now it's like pretty much absent. Yeah. Um, and I feel like him having that social aspect has been a, a remarkable mm-hmm. part of that. And I, yeah. and to be honest, for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm going about this as an adult. Going about mm-hmm. what as an adult of of living together and because mm. I've never lived with anybody I've I've said that in prior podcasts like mm-hmm. I've never lived with anybody besides my my ex husband yeah yeah I'm, I, I'm, I'm neither have I just yeah. I live with my boyfriend now but I've only other live only lived with my husband yeah and right. it's because I was Me scared too. because of religion yeah. and things like that and it was just you don't do that like no no mm-hmm. no like you don't shack up you don't shack up like <laughs> well I didn't care about the religion point I Which, just didn't want to live with anybody. <laughs> And the thing, the interesting thing is too, like, you know, and we're kind of like going to derail here just for a moment, but it does pertain to the the topic. You know, I love living with the person before marriage. Like mm-hmm. people say, why, you know, why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Like, I do not see it that way at all because people do change when you move in. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, but you do. And then you learn their little quirky th- ways. And then it's like, does they that start to irritate do you? That, does that piss me mm-hmm. off when he eats his cereal in the morning? Like, and he mm-hmm. farts in his sleep? Like, and I'm not saying that you do yeah. any of this, but I'm just, I'm just throwing things out. But mm-hmm. you start to realize what is getting at you. And now it's like, okay, I know mm-hmm. what I'm signing up for. Instead mm-hmm. of just going into it blindly, like I'm in love with him now because we meet up, go on wonderful, lavishing dates, and then mm-hmm. we part our ways and go home to our own places. It is so different when you're so living with the different. person. Yeah, so all different. Their, you can't hide your shit anymore no, when you're living the, together. It's in the open. All the mm-hmm. shit comes out. Yeah. All the dumb little quirky things you do that you don't even know you do, mm-hmm. and you observe in the other person that they don't even know they're aware of. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They leave their shit out. Like. Mm-hmm. The bathroom's a mess. Like, they don't clean their shit out of the toilet after the crap. Like, there's so many different things. <laughs> Damn. I'm just, and none of this is specific to us. Like, I'm just throwing yeah. stuff out. Like, yeah. th- the dumb little quirky stuff that if you let it bother you, it will. Mm-hmm. And then there's another component. One of your recent podcast people, Brandon, like, mentioned the competition aspect. Okay. And, I, and it was cool hearing it because i've i've had this thought before okay like i went to school for entrepreneurship and then i did an mba so business is a big factor for me like competition right Mm -hmm. monopolies are illegal 
Like, if you have too much power as a business, the government will shut you down because it's not fair for the consumer. I I don't know that for a fact. So so the concept of competition keeps things fair. And I feel like the same aspect applies in a marriage where as a when you're in a relationship, you work hard, you compete. When you're dating initially, you're trying to impress the person. You're working on yourself. Mm-hmm. You're trying to stay fit. You're yeah. trying to take them on good dates. Uh-huh. You're trying to be kind. You're buying them flowers. You're opening their door. Mm-hmm. And then you get married. And it's like, I'm now safe. Like you, it's not a know, conscious I had a different experience. thing. I'll be honest. I had a different experience than you did. Yeah, Maybe. I, and like, so. but I feel like in general, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll hear you out in a second. Like mm-hmm. in general, most people become comfortable when marriage is there. No, it's true. Because it's harder true. to get out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's like, I well, can let go. That goes back to whole, take a course, m- multiple <laughs> courses before you'd even think about marriage. Now I can start mm-hmm. eating carbs again. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> I have to say with my marriage, like with my marriage, when we got married, nothing changed except the fact that he, after a couple of years, decided to cheat on me. That was the only thing that was changed. Was it after in- years though? It was after years, yeah. Was mm-hmm. it, are you sure he wasn't prior to that? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'm but- sure because I had it. I, I think that he had a freak out that he got married because he should have stayed a bachelor. Yeah. And I think that he needed to go out and make sure that he sorry, could still. Oh, I'm sorry. Go I on. mean, we could, we could get into that whole thing. That's another podcast. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is we got married and we still dated each other. He still opened my car door. He still did all these things. It's, it's, it's not like For we got married. Well, we were only married two and a half years. So mm. I found out he cheated. We got divorced within, you know, nine months. So, but what I'm saying is our marriage didn't change after, before, what I'm trying to say is being married didn't change us. It kept going. I think he just had some issues with being married. That's good. Himself. I feel like that's somewhat rare, but there's mm-hmm. also like a two, two or three year buffer mm-hmm. um, where people start to drift off and let go. I don't know. I've seen a lot of successful marriages, like my younger sister, Amanda and Danny, for example, like well, they're so best friends. They yeah. have, he treats her like a queen. Hmm. He, he probably treats her better now than he did when he dated her. That's good. And I mean, he buys her flowers. I mean, and, and I, and I feel bad for Tiago because I'm always comparing him. I want a man like Danny. <laughs> God, I want to make, why don't you, you, like you know, that's, like, that's well, good he does this for a bad, <laughs> you know, but he's like, well, I'm not Danny, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's but like, I'm just saying compare. it does, it does happen. Yeah. It does happen. It does. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it <laughs> don't compare. <laughs> that's not good. I know. I never say you should be like Danny, but, I, but I'm saying, I get what you're saying. Oh, well, Danny did this. Well, that's sweet? And that's, you know, and that's the exception, right? <laughs> like I, I say as a whole though, people do stop trying when they get married. Like that, that is just, it's common. It's, at a, least. it's a common Maybe not thing. across the board. It's a common but like, thing. It's common. But I think if you change your mentality and knowing like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not going to be that person. And that's why I say, write this shit down. How were you in the beginning? How are you acting? And how are you treating that person in the beginning before marriage? do those same things easier said than done it's easy to lose sight when you're married uh, agreed that's why you write this shit down and you read it (laughs) (laughs) either every day or once a week and be like okay let me check myself right and then it goes with communication communicating what your needs are like so many people don't communicate their needs right that's true they they don't and then that's where then all of a sudden it gets blown up well if you Mm -hmm. communicated that in the very beginning we wouldn't be here yeah yeah Uh, and i think i'm in a very unique 
situation being a pilot because whoever I'm with, whether that's somebody I marry or somebody I live with or somebody I'm dating, I'm going to be in a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I don't have the ability to see that person all the time. Right. So for me, it's kind of like the honeymoon stage is still always in the background because I'm gone and then I'm here, then I'm gone, then I'm here. So you think that's a negative or a positive? It's a positive. Right. For me, it's a positive. I feel like having the chance to miss Mm -hmm. someone enhances the relationship in a big way. When they're there constantly, you're like, okay. And that goes with the whole pre-course, what I'm telling people to take before marriage is you Mm -hmm. still need to be independent. Yeah. You... I mean, as a Have marriage, life. as mm-hmm. a marriage, yes, you come, you come together as one, right? Like, you know, if we want to get a little bit biblical, you become one, mm-hmm. but you still have to keep your independence. When you mm-hmm. lose yourself is when that's when I think I believe too, it also yeah. starts to fail. You need to have your own things. You need to have your own friends. You need to be just by yourself. Like mm-hmm. you, you be married, but be independent in a sense. But yeah. even, even, but when you're living together. And I don't even know that it's marriage necessarily, but living together just creates this proximity that's really hard to keep things alive because you're so close. You're observing everything. Like somebody's eating their cereal wrong, like you said. Yeah, you, know? you hold the spoon the wrong <laughs> yeah. way. But what when you don't see him for a week, you don't Whereas care. If you're, exactly. If you're, <laughs> right? Even if you're married, yeah. but if you're gone yeah. a lot, it's like, oh, yeah. I miss you so much. And yeah. you can text each other and have little flirty yeah. conversations. Mm-hmm. And like, then you're back together and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But if you're like in the cockpit with that person seven mm-hmm. days a week, it's oh. like... I get annoyed at my captains after four days, so I can only imagine. And going, you know, going back to communication, here's the thing. And I think I've talked to you about it, Jacob. It's, I would get to a point where, you know, obviously things did change when Jacob and I moved in together. I think for the better, definitely. But there was some things where I was noticing, like, I needed this met, like these needs met, and they they weren't being met, but I wasn't communicating that with you. Mm -hmm. But then I got to a point, I got in my head where it's like, and I, and this, maybe it was a trigger for me or something that had happened, but in my past relationship, I was always nagging, right? Like I was the nagger because I was trying to communicate. I was trying to give my mm. needs and saying, I need this. I need help. I so need to this. avoid that. You wouldn't communicate. And I stopped with Jacob. There was like a couple moments where our times in our relationship where I, I would stop communicating, you know, about my needs mm-hmm. or things that I needed met because I didn't want to be the nagger mm-hmm. because when someone does that to you and says oh my gosh you're just nagging yeah well fuck you first of all like i hate people that fucking say that i'm just trying to tell you what i need Mm -hmm. yeah i'm Mm -hmm. just trying to like communicate you're not criticizing the person you're telling you're you're setting boundaries and saying what you need in a relationship which is healthy yeah and it's one thing if i went Mm -hmm. about it the wrong way if i'd been like hey motherfucker listen up like right and it was never like that and like in my prior relationships especially my marriage i would say please, can you do this and help me? And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm reminding you, hey, you didn't do this. Like, am I in the wrong for reminding that you didn't do what you said you would do? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. And I would want someone to do that for me. And so I I got that as being a nagger. And so when things would happen with Jacob and I and my needs weren't being met or I needed something done, I got to a point where I just stopped saying because I'm, I'm a nagger now and he's going to mm-hmm. see that as a negative. Well, to be clear, like you pre-decided that you weren't going to be a nagger so you didn't tell me anything yes so it's like i'm like let me know what you need but mm-hmm. you never did and then got angry. but in my mind it was just you being nice but really like i this is where it, this is where we get <laughs> fucked up right because yeah. we start making up things in our mind exactly 
all we know is I'm the only one that knows what's going on in my mind. You have no clue. I'm not letting you in. Yep. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm making this shit up in my mind, right? I'm like, I can't tell him this stuff because he's going to think I'm a nagger. And then he's <laughs> going to peg me as a nagger. And that's a negative for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be known as a nagger. Yep. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to withdraw. Mm-hmm. And now, now what happens when I withdraw? Resentment. Resentment. Asshole. Yeah. For real, though. You didn't I'm, know I'm what honest. I wanted you to do? You asshole. Like, you walked past the dishwasher and you didn't unload it four times. You've walked past it four times and didn't unload it. You asshole. Yeah. I work my ass off and literally then I start making scenarios up in my head. Mm-hmm. Then I start making stories up in my head. Mm-hmm. And it turns into this big ass storm. And then all of a sudden when finally we're going to face it, I just fucking let out. Mm-hmm. Because I've been building this up in my head. All right. I've been building and building and building. Jacob has no clue I've been building. Mm-hmm. I've been busy up in my mind. I came out to help her in the yard <laughs> instead of unloading <laughs> the dishwasher. Yeah. And I should have known. And well, no, always unload the dishwasher. This yes. sounds weird. Like this is one of like this is a great topic. Two though. disagreements we've yeah. had in six yeah. months. This is really is not it. It it's it, it is big, but it's nothing now because yeah. we we've worked through it, but. And, and, you know, Blair and I, you and I talk about everything. I've talked mm-hmm. to you about this, whether you remember or not, but I, mm-hmm. I, oh, you have, yeah, mm-hmm. we talk about everything and, you know, it was, it, you know, we're living together. I here, we're going to talk about expectations, right? How yeah. fucked up they are. Okay. Expectations. I hate that word, but it happens. It's human nature. We expect things, right? Because mm-hmm. for me, I, if I, if I'm, you know, with someone and I'm sharing their space, I go above and beyond to make myself almost feel like I'm not there. So I'm like cleaning and doing all this mm-hmm. shit. And like, so I, ha- I put this expectation onto Jacob. Mm-hmm. I have the dishwasher and I, and I told him one time that I hate unloading the dishes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hate unlo- unloading the dishes. So in my mind, that has to stick with him. Mm-hmm. That resonates with him here. This is my thinking that resonated with him. Now, when he walks past the dishwasher, I have it open, mm-hmm. not unloaded yet, clean dishes. I just expect him to put him away mm-hmm. because that's what I would do. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something I would do. And so when he, after did, you came home from work and you should have known a, that but they you see, were you, clean. you just <laughs> dropped him like a hint, but guys, as we know, well, guys and girls, like you got to be straightforward. Hey, would you mind doing the dishes? Because well, I and, hate doing this. And I did. And I did yeah. at one time I told him, I hate unloading the dishes. Okay. But I didn't say like, will you unload them every time? No, I never mm-hmm. said that to him. Mm-hmm. So I just, so to me, that was like big enough. You're dropping a line. I would yeah. get that. I would get it like, oh, yeah. mental note does mm-hmm. not like unloading the dishes. Okay. Yeah. And so when he wasn't doing that, what, what was going on in my mind? I'm, I'm creating this war. Mm-hmm. I'm creating like, okay, totally clueless. He's mm-hmm. lazy. He's all these things that are negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. because he's not meeting my needs. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting, we're going deep. Go okay? on. We're going deep. And so, so. <laughs> I feel like the, a therapist the, right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, can I lay back a little bit more? Wow. <laughs> so, so all this is going on in my mind and then, then something tips it off, right? There's always the tipper. There's that where it just, all of a sudden, everything comes out. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. happened. I can't even remember because it was a, so long ago. And I just fucking let it all out. And then, of course, you don't even unload the dishes. That came out. And mm-hmm. it's like, what? Mm-hmm. I have no clue what is going on. Like, yeah. to me, it was frustrating because here I am setting these expectations how high? Mm-hmm. Fucking high. 
because that's something I would do. I set yeah. these expectations high. Well, Jacob's not me. I don't mm-hmm. even know that that's high. It's just that it's unspoken. Okay, like, well, unspoken, yeah. like I, whatever. I, came out you, to help I mean, you in high standards. Way. That's very subjective. Yeah, I guess who's talking I, I about guess I'm not who has high, high standards. standards. Yeah, I'm not. But, but it's okay to have high standards. Yeah, I have high standards. Yeah, amen. <laughs> no, so I set I set the bar at my level. Okay, so yeah. I'm just like you know I expect this, and that's mm-hmm. why this is something I think is one of the hardest things to let go of is expectations mm-hmm. because it's like something that, okay, I would do that. Why doesn't he do it? He should know. He should know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like he should know, like, what is he a fucking idiot? Like, because I would know. Well, yeah. It's kind of like when, yeah. when I was training to become a flight instructor, I had to take all these courses on how to be a good teacher, how to be a good leader, how to be a good listener. And one of the things was you have to tell your student what is expected of the lesson today. Oh, good. So mm. when we would go, before we'd even get in the airplane, we'd be on the ground doing our, you know, what we're going to do in the air. And I say, these are our, these are my expectations. And this is what y- I'm expecting from you to move on to the next lesson. Mm. If I just said, hey, let's go fly today. Let's just figure it up in the air. It would be disastrous. We oh, wouldn't get you anything didn't done. know what I wanted right. you to know today? Right. You know, I'm, we couldn't just take the airplane up and, okay, do a Shondell. Oh, you did it wrong. Okay, you you not passed. Mm-hmm. No, I briefed him or her. I have no clue what Shondell is. <laughs> well, it's a, <laughs> a girl. It's a pilot maneuver. I but, would know. But what I'm trying to say is, I took all these courses on how to be a good leader, yeah. listener, uh-huh. teacher, and you have to let the other person know your expectations. Oh, and I, if they choose not to do what it is that you want or doesn't meet those expectations, then you can debrief on the ground and say, "I wanted to." I told you what I expected. These expectations did not get met. So we are going to push this lesson to next week. You cannot go pee. We're like almost <laughs> done. No, no, no. Put your headphones back on. So I feel like okay, fine. that go comes pee back to Blair and I will finish this. Hurry up. Don't trip over the court, please. And Charles, I'll, I'll join you Charles is asleep up. right there. Should we pause? No. But bottom line, We're I feel like it's, it's, it goes back to communication. A hundred percent. And I agree with you, but mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where I think the ultimate growth in test is mm-hmm. not having expectations for your partner. That I feel like that's almost impossible. It is, but it's, mm. but it is so beautiful. If you can get there, it if should, you can get yeah. to the point where it's like, you know what, if he does something that, that pleases me or that is great, great. That's, that's a plus. Like, that's so awesome. But, mm. but I don't expect anything. And I, and that was so hard for me mm-hmm. being like, I'm a giver. I'm a, a, big giver and I expected people to give back like I I did all this for you and you fucking treat me this way yeah you didn't like and then now I have something that I need help with and you're not even there for me and I would resent them and I would like I would get so frustrated and so angry and but then I got to a point where it's like I am gonna drop expectations and then I started doing that freely I started giving freely. I started loving freely. Mm -hmm. When you can get to a point and it's all about practicing every day and like really wanting to do that, when you can get to a point in your life where you can just give freely and love freely and not expect anything in return, that is beautiful. Then you'll be happy. You really will. Yeah. No, you really will. That is true happiness in my opinion. Well... There's some level of expectation. Well, I don't know. Are we talking like about living right. together? Or are we talking about in a relationship? Because I feel like those are two totally different things. I, feel like I both, expect things the- in my relationship. Like I expect 
Tiago to makes me feel loved, thing. to make to make me feel secure, to make to well, not f- talk to other women. Like those are expect well, those are I boundaries. Feel, yeah. I feel like those are given, right? Mm-hmm. Those are like boundaries. Those are th- that's different. That's just having that commitment level and respect for one another. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like on a you know an everyday basis where I expect Jacob to do the dishes. Go ahead and go pee, Jacob. We'll, we'll continue. Watch out for Charles, <laughs> please. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we'll we'll continue. Uh, no, but I. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like the everyday expectations, right? The, mm. the little things that will add up and get to you and then you explode. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was, that's what I was talking about. I guess I just align myself. Like I date people that I don't have to teach, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand that. Like if it, if I just don't have things in common with somebody where I'm constantly feeling like I'm going to nag, it's probably not going to work out. But the thing know? is, I didn't realize these things until... You moved in together. Moved in together. So that's, here's the, uh, that's a kicker, right? Then yeah. that's why I say live together before you get married. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. and I believe, you know, and some people will argue the fact that, well, if you're already living together, what's the point of getting married, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can see, you know, now I'm more pro-marriage now. After this, really? no, I really am. And after this mm-hmm. discussion, I mean, I'm not hundred percent marriage, but mm-hmm. I am now leaning more on the pro-marriage side. Um, but if you can be with someone that you're like, okay, we can, we mm-hmm. vibe together pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. He helps me out a lot mm-hmm. without me like having to like keep saying, I need this, I need that. Yeah. And I, and that there, there's something to say with having to tell someone all the time what you need and someone just getting it. I think you know it all comes down to an emotional bank account. Yeah. It's like if somebody deposits into your emotional bank account and then they do a little withdrawal, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But if they're constantly withdrawing and only giving back a little bit of positive with a deposit, it's not going to work. It's it's so it all comes down to that emotional bank account. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Tiago is relatively clean, you know. So when when I go to work and I come home and I see the trash hasn't been taken out or the bathroom's a mess, it's not a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. However, if he was, if he was constantly leaving messes for me to clean and do, I was, you know, taking out the trash. I was doing the dishes. I was, I was doing everything. If I came home from work and it was trashed, I couldn't deal because yeah. it's all about the withdrawals and the deposits. Yeah. With us. Yeah. No, I, and totally, I think that's healthy. You it, know? it is healthy. And I totally mm-hmm. get, I mm-hmm. totally agree. Um, mm-hmm. to seal this marriage talk real quick. And then towards the end, um, we're going to like share at least, well, I kind of just did, but we're going to share like what our final um, mm-hmm. perspectives of marriage and if it's very beneficial and if it's not, we'll get to that in just a minute. But um, I want to read Anne, Anna Marie. I, f- I love Anna Marie. And you know Anna mm-hmm. Marie. She's mm-hmm. one of our good friends. And she just, every time she commented on this, she almost like hit the nail on the head. Oh, I loved her comments. Right? right? Yeah. Like just yeah. very logical and mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know, I'm not saying I'm against marriage. I might get married yeah. again one day, but like, here's, here's my thoughts. And so yeah. this one, like, she were, she actually replied to Jacob's comment. He said, here's a question to stir the pot. Marriage keeps being referenced and defended because it creates a, str- and this is quotations, creates a stronger commitment when it gets tough. Mm-hmm. Can we challenge the assumption? <laughs> Look at you challenge the assumption. Yep, using my podcast. <laughs> can we challenge, <laughs> can we challenge the assumption that this is a positive thing if the relationship is being held together by a legal document then wouldn't all parties be happier separated in finding slash creating the lives 
and relationships that make them happy, aka is this commitment of marriage keeping millions of people stuck in miserable and toxic situations. Man, well said, Jacob Stansfield. Good job, Jacob Stansfield. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the Facebook. Um, and then Anna Marie, she wrote this back regarding your statement, Jacob, and I, I absolutely loved it. Um, this is exactly what, this is Anna Marie talking. This is exactly what I was saying. I'm not even opposed to marriage. And Anna Marie's been, she actually just recently got a divorce, just to give a little mm-hmm. background of Anna Marie. Um, divorce, I think she has like five kids, and she's dating again. I'm not even opposed to marriage. I might do it again someday. I'm just against the assumption that any other arrangement is lesser than or that all relationships should last forever. Sometimes things run their course and then we grow or evolve in ways that make continuing on separate paths the healthier way to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think marriage is absolute or uh, or useless, but... I don't believe we all have to aspire to it or that all committed relationships are less than until they sign the document. And I oppose people speaking for others by saying, quotation marks, hang on one second, let me pull that, quotation marks, you're less committed because you didn't do the things my way. Legit. Mm -hmm. Quotation marks ended. You have no idea how committed I am or am not. So don't get to speak to that. In addition, let's not pretend that people only get married when they are fully committed. People get married when they, quotation marks, shouldn't all the time, which in my case is Jacob and I. Mm -hmm. Hmm? We we shouldn't have gotten married. How about we let adults define their own adult relationships instead of lining out a few boxes, ranking those boxes by our own standards and in situating other others pick one of those boxes for their own relationship mm-hmm. i love that love it Absolutely. i agree because what's right for me is not right for you exactly or not right for you yeah you know? what's this need to project yeah. your opinion right on this? you don't know, i would never cast eyes somebody because they live together and have five kids together like yeah. And not get married. Like, that's not my life. That's <laughs> I can't with you right now. <laughs> did you just spend, wait, did you just spill precious Enaviv water? Oh, uh, Blair. Oh, don't blame it on me. My hands are my lap. <laughs> you know, you know that is the most you purified. You know that's like camera. That's the most purified water right now. And you just spilled it. Can you believe what Blair just <laughs> did? I, I need you to just. <laughs> sitting on my hands. I need you to get down on your hands and knees and repent of what you just did. I bet. <laughs> Um, speaking of uh, fresh water, so you guys need to contact Enaviv. <laughs> <laughs> Look what mention, I did for you. I brought, I brought in Listen, your ass. No, mention my name. You get a half off a chemical remover. All right, that's like what? I think the chemical remover is like fifteen hundred dollars. You get half of the half of that off. After it's, our podcast episode with yeah. Enaviv, I'm genuinely stressed out when I drink water anywhere no, else but here. Mm. The shit that they hide in our water, it's, it's insane. Bad. It's bad. They test your water for free. They will test it all over the United States, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal. Like, But Utah is ranked number three in the most toxic states it's of the fine. United States. It's fine. We're just drinking arsenic, lead, you know, <laughs> chromium six. <laughs> You know, right? fluoride, Shit. aluminum byproducts. Oh this helps us. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. For, yeah. And you'll grow a third eye too, right? Exactly. You can see more. Oh my God. Hell yeah. Oh and that gosh. autism, it makes you so good at counting oh numbers. And God. cancer <laughs> makes you really appreciate life. 
right now. We're allowed to say that my sister had cancer. Okay, we're allowed. We can pull the cancer card whenever yeah. we want. Okay, so now to to finalize this, do you have any other comments that like resonated with you, Jacob, on the Facebook? Um, there was a lot. All of her perspectives, Anna Marie, I agreed with. Like yeah. we kept bouncing off each other and agreeing fully, which was kind of cool. But yeah. I'm very neutral with it. I don't know the answer, and I like that I don't propose to know the answer. Like mm -hmm. everyone's different. You want to get married? Amazing. Do it. Have fun. I feel like there's a component of eliminating competition, and that creates a stale situation where it could be toxic or bad or just not good and keep people stuck in it. Mm -hmm. And they accept that their life, although is unfulfilling and sad, that's what they signed up for and they stick it out. Unless they had Becca's proper training prior to marriage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but so people do that in relationships too. People, people say this is a positive, right? They're like marriage keeps you together, but like maybe staying together is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it wasn't getting, in any of our cases, so that's getting not, divorced. So divorce is yeah. still an option. It made yeah. me so happy. But I was did I rethink it? Absolutely, because I thought, and do I really want to go I, through it, with this? I will say that though, it does really make you think. Like it, it does. Just, you and I it are does. just in a relationship. We ha we are not married. We have no paperwork. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not. Oh my gosh, we're gonna lose this. Okay, we're not yeah. worried about anything, which we should never be. Like you should never worry about losing stuff. It's stuff mm -hmm. you're gonna fucking die. You cannot take it with you in the afterlife. So mm -hmm. just stop being so connected to stuff okay anyways so <laughs> i just want to say that the thing is i if you and i were to get in a fight it would be easier to leave for sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you and i were married i seriously would give it so much more deeper thought and i hate that i would do this is that good or bad and i don't know i would give it so much deeper thought and be like okay let me let me really hone into this it's bad because I think we should be doing that in a relationship period. Mm -hmm. Let's do that deeper thought and not just because we're married. Right. But because we're married and it is a messier thing to get out of, right? It's really easy to get in, but harder to get out. Mm -hmm. Because we're married, like I really am going to give it a lot of thought. I'm really going to make sure that this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Opposed to just being yeah. very sporadic. Because you and I, like we're going to be honest right now. We had a little tiff the other night, Jacob. Mm -hmm. And you left pretty quick. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was very easy to say, go. Yep. Would I have said that if we were married? I don't think I would have. <laughs> I think I would have been like, okay, let's, let's separate for a little bit. Let mm -hmm. me go and like, think about this. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me like actually think about it and actually be um, an adult about it and really, you know, hone in. I don't think it would have been the same outcome. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to end this with saying, I am more pro marriage now. Mm. It's nothing. It's not on my radar right now. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, I am moving in mm -hmm. that direction. Mm -hmm. Jacob, where are you? I don't know. Like, are you still like dead middle or like far? Like, I, I'm pretty middle. Okay. It's like on one side I can see higher commitment, less. Like you said, with our disagreement, like we're not gonna like whatever peace, like. Yeah, we, we can't we see eye to that. eye. Yeah. Neither of us are bending with our our mm -hmm. view. Mm -hmm. Okay, this won't work. Mm -hmm. Versus the so there's the there's the positive side of we're more committed, we're more willing to work with each other and bend and see each other's side. That's a positive. Mm -hmm. There's also the negative side where 
something becomes bad, something becomes toxic, something becomes one person slowly becomes a manipulator and controlling the situation. Like commonly for, well, I guess men and women, one side often becomes a dominator. Mm -hmm. Like they're more aggressive and the other person tries to bend to their needs it becomes to avoid a little bit the submissive. aggression. Mm. Exactly. Com avoding conflict. That yeah. becomes very common. Mm. I was the peacemaker yeah. and just like, okay, whatever you need to have you not flip the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And that becomes the norm. And I feel like a lot of people, millions, are trapped in a situation like that because they're married and there's kids. Agreed. So... I feel like but I, I feel see like not everybody that's married is in a toxic relationship. No, of I know not. I'm not plenty of people that are happy and in love and it works for them, you know. So That's interesting. I don't I don't know, you're just kind of painting marriage as like a negative thing. Yeah. And I don't think to. I don't think it is because I really really enjoyed being married and I mean, I my when my ex-husband cheated on me with multiple women, like I should be the person to never want to get married again. But I recognize mm -hmm. that I just married the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but I think marriage is a, can be a very positive, thing. especially if you had a course right yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to like, yeah, right. <laughs> Date your spouse, and mm. then when this situation happens, like, do this. Mm. Like, if we had preparation prior to this, and I'm not talking about preparation like you're just supposed to get married. I'm talking actual preparation. Mm -hmm. You're gonna grow. You're yeah. gonna grow in different ways. Mm -hmm. Here's what will help. Yeah. Like, and, and be, and have that reminder every day and every, and once a week or whatever reminder to date your spouse. Like there is just, it blows my mind that pe they, this society throws people to people that come from most of the time op opposite ends. Right. And they throw these two people that from op opposite ends together. They're like, good luck. Have fun. Enjoy mm -hmm. marriage. Here, let me throw some rice at you or some flowers or whatever. Like happily ever after. That's your expectation. Like, you really think. <laughs> Two people that did not grow up the same way. You know, my ex-husband was, you know, his parents are still married, right? He's never even seen divorce. Mm -hmm. He's never been through the trials that I've been through. He's never had the the drama that I've had in my life. He's never felt abandoned. He's never felt all these all these things. He's never had to take that in consideration. Yeah. And you put these two people together that are so different. But they had fun on their dates, right? Like mm -hmm. they, they they got, you know, they had, they got along for the most part. They mm -hmm. think they knew love. Mm -hmm. You put these two two together, you think they're going to last? Fuck no. Mm -hmm. It breaks my heart that people are just saying, this is what you're supposed to do. Do it. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can actually change that to where, get counseling first. Mm -hmm. Know what's going to come. Know that there there's going to be these storms. Know that you're going to grow differently at different paces. Then I think there is, I think marriage definitely will make a big comeback and i yeah i believe in marriage now i do and you say but these I, things and no so are you guys getting married no no I, we're not even no we're not thinking that way i'm just saying like i'm it's not off like oh my gosh like i i just yeah. don't have that inkling to ever get married i i do believe it will be on my radar i think if we have that knowledge and if you know and i like the title too I like being like, oh, I'm the wife. I, mm -hmm. I have, I share his last name. There's something to be said about sharing that person's last name. I think mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. 
I didn't really like the other last name that I had, so I went back to Hayes. <laughs> we won't say it. Do not say it on here because no one even knows. I've never actually brought it up. Becca I'm, Hayes is solid, though. It really even is. if you get married, you can't oh, change no, that. Oh, no, I'm not like, taking it. Will mm. <laughs> it will hyphenated. be hyphenated. Hyphenated? Well, yeah, whatever. What the fuck? I don't know. It'll be <laughs> exactly what you said. But it will be like, you know, Becca Hayes, da, da, da. But I will never, like, let that go. I love my last name. Um, yeah, I'll take your last name. I'll, I'll be that guy. I'm Jake <laughs> Hayes. <laughs> Jake Hayes? Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I like that. I like Stansville a lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I am I am more pro-marriage now. Mm. And, obviously, you know, Blair, from the beginning, you are pro-marriage. You're still pro-marriage? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm. Absolutely. Am I going to get married tomorrow? No. But would I like to? Absolutely. I'm not mm. a – I'm not – uh I like. I see myself married in ten years. Mm, awesome. For sure. Nice. Me too. Hopefully with a kid, but I don't know. Getting up there. Well, <laughs> maybe I'll adopt. I don't know. I'll have your babies if I'm still for. Oh, there you I, go. I think I still have a few eggs, you know, in the department. Unless they're powder, yeah. they might turn to powder right now. I don't know. I have no. <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys, for joining me, and I love this discussion tonight. I love how raw and authentic this show is, mm -hmm. and I love that we can always be true to each other. So, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I was supposed to talk. Oh, it's okay. Can you edit that out? <laughs> everybody, nope. everybody ruins it. <laughs>